Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. It's a lovely day, and I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, your host, and I'm delighted for our listeners around the world to join us live on the Voice America Network, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a great show today with our amazing and prominent guest, Dr. Igor Ivanik. He is a returning guest on Love Light, and the most recent episode was Enhanced Well-Being, Focus, and Work-Life Balance, and today's show, COVID Vaccine, Miracle Grow for Your Brain and Lungs. Who doesn't want to feel better and function at their optimal level? What can we do to stimulate our brains and lungs? How can we use our breath to enhance physical vitality and mental alertness? And there's a quote by Thich Nhat Hanh that states, without full awareness of breathing, there can be no development of meditative stability and understanding. Well, we have the power with our most valuable gift, the breath of life. And Dr. Igor Ivanik will show us how. He is a well-being diplomat who helps people develop resilience to stress. His tool of choice is rhythmical breath control. Here, the mind is renewed by breath and focused by music. A speaker featured on NPR and Phil Goldberg's Spirit Matters podcast, Dr. Igor is also an internationally certified yoga of sound instructor, an award-winning music composer, left-handed pianist, and harmonian performer. Dr. Igor is a cerebral hemorrhage survivor who understands the fleeting nature and power inerrant in every moment. And that's why he strives to bring meaning into every moment of life. Dr. Gore's webinars and live appearances focus on helping participants thrive in stressful times. And these programs draw on Dr. Igor Vonick's expertise in the fields of yogic meditation, Indian and Western classical music, psychoacoustics, salsa dancing, hammock lounging, and stargazing. How beautiful is that? <laughs> Dr. Gore will take live calls from listeners. You can call now, USA Callers, dial 1-888-346-9141. International Callers, dial 001-480-553-5760. And we ask that you continue with your treatment regimen prescribed by your healthcare professional. So now I am pleased to welcome our amazing guest, Dr. Igor Vonick. Welcome, Dr. Igor. It's lovely to have you back. Thank you so much, Dr. Farish. Uh, as always, it's so much fun to be here. And thank you, um, all of you from all over the world who are tuning in now and yes. later. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, I must say that uh, I've had an opportunity to participate in your sessions and uh, your practices, and I really experienced the benefits of your work. So I'd like to just say thank you for that. And Dr. Gore, I believe you have a, a story you'd like to share with us. It, 
you know, the story, uh, maybe just to to give a little bit of a background of uh, of how did I get myself into sharing <laughs> yes. um, sharing the practice with people. Um, that's a short story that sheds a little bit of uh, of light on on that aspect. So, in the last show that we did in February, I, I shared a story of how my nose led me to music, of how at the age of about ten I. I would sit underneath the grand piano in in a big theater and smell the instrument and resolve to learn how to play it so that I made that connection between my nose and my, well, meaning breath and music um, pretty early in life. Um, but um, for me, the other piece of the puzzle was realizing the vulnerability of life pretty early at seven, I had the classic experience of my life unfolding in fast forward in front of my eyes. Um, and I was just about to be run over by a truck. Um, the truck uh, screeched to a halt uh, less maybe than a foot away from me. But that um, combined with the experience of cerebral hemorrhage that I actually um, suffered at birth, um, which resulted in the loss of movement in my right hand. Um, and despite all that, um, you know, I had enough stubbornness um, to try to pursue uh, music and piano, even though, well, pretty much 50% of my fingers were out of commission. Mm-hmm. Um, all that me, made me more attuned to vulnerability. And when you choose to approach your breath consciously, and since we'll be talking about breath today, vulnerability is the first lesson that you learn. Because you realize that, you know, three minutes um, without breath, and you're gone, right? Yes, yes. Um, and that's actually an experience that I had about five, seven years back. Um, so in my life, I had the good fortune to experience both the amazing side of the breath as well as the scary side of the breath. So the scary one was when, um, you know, while having tea with friends at a friend's house, uh, my nostrils started closing one nostril would close, the other would not, would close, and then I started feeling my throat swelling, and I realized that I'm starting to struggle for breath, and I run to the bathroom, thinking that maybe you know flushing with water would help, and then I remember standing in front of the mirror and actually thinking to myself, okay, Igor, that's it for you. You are exiting. Mm. This is mm. wow. this is your life, done right now. So in the kind of last. Um, you know, self-preserving attempt. I run outside and uh, and struggled to take the air in. And I remember this was crisp night, winter night. So the air was very crisp and cold. And mm. that crisp winter air, with a lot of uh, huge exertion on my end, kind of slowly started um, reopening my nostrils. Um, so, as I mentioned, I had the good fortune to experience both. Um, that that fantastic side, and then the uh, a bit more <laughs> dark side connected with the breath. That's why I wanted to obviously today focus on the on the amazing aspects of it. Well, Doctor Igor, that is a wonderful story. Thank you for sharing that because we all, you know, vulnerability is a is part of life, and your story really really resonates. Uh, what resilience shows your resilience and. 
really your destiny, you know, to use your your gifts and your talents. And we are all blessed for this gift and for your creativity. So again, thank you so much for being here to share with us today. And I know you've been on the show. This is the fourth time. And can you, you know, maybe share with us what the theme is for today and maybe build on those previous sessions? Right. So, um, you know, as a well-being diplomat uh, and master musician, my specialty is rhythmic breath control. So, a practice with its roots in ancient uh, Indian sciences of the mind, that of yoga and tantra. In rhythmic breath control, breath is powered by rhythm, powered by music. Um, and breath, may I remind you, is um, really scientifically proven to be the organic super drug for so many diseases. And when we talk about things like stress, anxiety, insomnia, that's just the tip of the the, the iceberg. Sound, um, frequencies and music are to our brain what food is to the body. Sounds actually charge the brain, they charge the neocortex. So today, obviously, as the general theme of all our sessions, we'll be pondering the word of breath, music, and well-being. But because this is the the first, the fourth time we are meeting uh, here with you, Dr. Farish. Thank you for that, by the way. So uh, all of the previous sessions are available on demand on Voice America. And in the first two sessions, we focused on introductory practices that help to correct the basic breathing functions. And since about 50 to 90% statistically of all inhabitants of this earth do not breathe correctly, so that's why we started with that. Um, In the last session in in, uh, February, we looked at the science behind breath and music and their ability to help us live better. So today, On the practical side, I will share a practice, um, breathing-related practice, rhythmic breath control practice, that helped me handle uh, weariness, helped me handle the the tiredness connected uh, right after I got my um, COVID vaccination. But COVID or not, the goal of today's practice is to energize the body, especially at those times when Um, sugar levels are dropping when we are craving for a sugary snack. Um, So, however, before plunging into the practice, we will kind of build up to it a little bit and address some common questions. Common questions that oftentimes come up in workshops that I share with educators as well as uh, teams of busy professionals. And those questions are the questions about the uh, benefits of efficient breathing, breath and its role in handling emotions. And we'll talk about you know, things like slow breath, um, fast breath, mouth breath versus nose breath. And I will try to put things, put that subject of breathing into useful, applicable uh, daily life perspective. Before we begin though, let me just take a moment to clarify one thing. Since, as you know, as you know, listeners, I am uh, introducing myself as a well-being diplomat, master musician, and, and speaker. Some may think that the master musician part of it is my ego trip. Well, just wanted to uh, <laughs> to make a little note that it comes yeah. out of necessity. You see, in the southern United States where I live, 
The word musician is applied very liberally. It encompasses anybody who knows two chords on a guitar and goes all the way um, uh, to, to, you know, referring to people who devoted their whole life to the study of music. So now, think about it. When I have a headache and I go to CVS or Walgreens and pick up, you know, I don't know, aspirin, nobody in the right mind would call me a medical doctor, right? <laughs> right? But we do not make that distinction when we, when we use the term musician. That's why for the longest time I was actually, you know, referring to, to my music activities as composer, left-handed pianist, Indian harmony performer, educator. But then I realized it's pretty awkward, long and cumbersome. So I settled on master musician, which simply conveys that I give my utmost care and attention to the subject of music and its application that, you know, goes way beyond entertainment. Dr. Gore, I must say that I have found your sessions to be educational. You share with (laughs) participants step by step what we need to do and the benefits of that. And I really appreciate that. Now, one question I'd like to ask you to focus on, we why do you talk about breath and dying in your sessions? Just We know that that's a, a fact of life, but can you elaborate on that somewhat? Absolutely. Uh, let me start uh, that that topic of, of relationship of breath and death and life by just bringing the concept of gratitude a little um to, to the forefront here. And I know concept of gratitude really sounds cliche, but think about it this way. Um, mm-hmm. Every night when we all go to sleep, 160,000 people do not wake up the next morning, right? Yes, and I'm not talking really about COVID. I'm not talking about, I'm just talking about a regular day without any other issues going on. Yes. So considering that, considering that we wake up the next morning, that we actually are, um, you know, living our life onwards, there is a lot to be grateful for, right, each morning. Yeah. And um, in breath, we are, uh, we pretty much die and get reborn pretty much 21,000 times every day because that's how often an average person breathes. So the interplay of life and of death plays out in every inhale. When we inhale, we take the energy in. We take life into our body. And when we exhale, um, the, uh, that reminds us that the time is finite. So to live fully, we need to be reminded of, of mortality daily. See, when we want to keep death away, life will stay away. Because there cannot be light without darkness. Mm. And when we are wow. afraid of death, all we do is we push away life. We, because we know we cannot es- escape death. So, but yet we are constantly taught to reject death. Um, but to reject death, as I, men- as I mentioned earlier, means really to reject life. So mm. since, you know, it, in my work, I oftentimes encounter um, business clients. Let me, uh, let me pretend that somebody who listens uh, right now, the dear listener, um, on the other end, is a successful businesswoman who doesn't really have time for, for, for you know, unnecessary things. So just in modern business terms, to reject life is to reject your vision, to reject your mission, to reject your professional excellence. So that's why to live fully, we just really need to be reminded of our mortality daily. And yeah. um, 
you see, and as I mentioned, breath and mortality are interconnected because as the breath comes in, life comes in. As the breath comes, goes out, life in a way goes out. And so focusing on breath um, focuses you on living a full life in this very moment. Wow, I love that. That's so profound. Now, let's talk about the benefits of breath. Yes. So, you know, when I think about uh, breath, number one, uh, the main benefit is brings to my mind my grandmother. You know, my grandmother used to give us kids gifts, and that was way before gift cards were developed. <laughs> and she would want to give us money, but she didn't want to do it in an, uh, in an obvious way. So she gave us uh, bouquets of roses, and she would put into the petals of the roses, she would actually put the, the bills in, you know? Oh, wow. So lovely. basically, <laughs> she would give us a bouquet with, with, with money hidden, but we, you would not be able to see the money there. So basically, the bouquet had a much greater uh, value than the perceived value, right? Yes. But it was not, obviously wasn't apparent. So I would say to you that um, that's exactly the case with breath, that there's much greater value to it than just the perceived value. Um, and to, to put it simplest, in the simplest terms, uh, think about the computer lingo. It, your body, my body, is the hardware. Our mind, our emotions, our thoughts are the software. And breath is really the, uh, the power, the power plug. And now without power, you know, both the hardware and the software are of not much, uh, of not much use. That's why I, I try to sensitize people to exactly that aspect, um, changing that culture of people's interactions, you know, to, at school, at work, to make them aware of that energy, without which our hardware and software really never get, uh, you know, to never reach their peak. That is amazing. And that, I love your analogy about your gift with the roses uh, and really sharing with us, uh, you know, the connection with breath and dying and the benefits of breath. And uh, we're going to take a brief commercial break. Uh, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more from our prominent and amazing guest, Dr. Igor Vonick, International Certified Yoga of Sound Instructor, NPR Featured Sound and Wellbeing Diplomat, award-winning music composer on COVID vaccine and miracle growth for your brain and lungs. And Dr. Gore is taking calls from listeners, USA callers, dial 1-888-346-9141, international callers, dial 001-480-553-5760. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. 
celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs, such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene, for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and the body-balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Life, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, your host, and joining me is our prominent and amazing guest, Dr. Igor Ivanik, International Yoga of Sound Instructor, NPR Featured Sound and Wellbeing Diplomat, award-winning music composer on COVID vaccine and miracle growth for your brain and lungs. Dr. Igor is taking calls from listeners, USA callers dial 188-346-9141, international callers dial 001-480-553-5760. Take advantage of this great opportunity and call now. Well, Dr. Gore, thank you so much for sharing your story and the information about our connection between breath and dying. It really was profoundly, it really made us more aware of the importance of our breath and to really appreciate each moment. So I'd like for you to continue to talk about the benefits of breath. Yes, um, just a few main points to um 
to bring to light uh, here. There was this um, famous heart study going on called the Framingham study. It's been going on for, I don't know, 30, 40 years, and don't quote me on that, but it's been going on for a very long time. Uh, But uh, what they found out is that the most accurate um, marker of human longevity is actually the size of lungs and Mm -hmm. the respiration rate. So that again brings us closer to um, why breath is important. Now, you can think about it further. Um, There's it's not a coincidence that nine out of 10 cancers that happen, happen in places that get their blood supply shut off during stress. Hmm. So stress leads to cancer. And then um, using the breath, basically, we can learn how not to less, let the stress get to us. Also, how not to have that blood supply cut off. Hmm. And... Um, in more general terms, you can think about that about the concentration of the mind. The, the concentration of the mind actually comes from relaxing of the body, from the relaxation of the body, which in turn comes from consciously focusing on your breath. When you think about your um, energy, your vital energy, um, that energy is expended throughout the day in thinking in acting, in talking, in willing, um, in all human activity. And that vitality is supplied by food, by water, by sleep, by air, by the sun. And most importantly, it is absorbed in breathing. It is absorbed in breathing. That's why that's why breath and the conscious breath is such a crucial thing for our well-being. Mm, that is really amazing. You know, things that we're not really aware of, things that we take for granted. Now, can you share with us about emotions and the breath? Because I know during these times, we've been really stressed trying to deal with loss and change that's rapid. So tell us a little bit more about emotions and, and the breath. No problem with pleasure. Um, so emotions are the movement within our mind. Our mind fluctuates nonstop. Our mind moves is in constant motion with emotions. Now, because of that, because of that nature of our mind is in constant motion, breath is the only steady thing. Breath is the only constant thing in our mind. See, um, breath is the only unchanging aspect from our birth to our death, everything else, all other emotions are in constant flux. They come, they go, but breath remains. That's why we need to focus on breath. That's why it is the mechanism of life. It's in a way the bridge between you and your body and you and the world world at large because everything is breathing, you know, uh, trees are breathing, all the organisms are breathing, that exchange is constantly happening. So, you know, even from from a different angle, we can think about it this way. There's that heated debate about gas emission, global warming, etc. Well, breath, with its way of quieting their mind, 
It prevents the emission of countless thoughts, of countless thought waves into the environment, mm. just like the emission of gases, right? That, wow. that, that emission of useless thoughts is also very counterproductive. Why? Mm. Because these thought waves actually consume a lot of your mental energy that could be invested elsewhere. Wow. Now, just for fun, let's examine one emotion. And I will take anger because, you know, that's a very easy example that, um, that everybody can relate to. Um, so breath gives you a technique to develop distance to your emotions, to all of them, by the way, including anger. And so, you know, I'm not a preacher. I would not tell you, do not be angry. Um, because if I tell you, do not be angry without giving you a technique, all you would do is you would start suppressing your emotions. When you suppress your emotions, you start creating guilt, and that will start creating inferiority complex, because you will try to change and you cannot change. Um, so I would say this: approach anger as a um, almost as a meditation, because then it will transform your anger into compassion. How you do it? Be angry when you are angry. Be angry wholeheartedly. Be aware of it, of that anger. And because realize that it's just an energy, a type of energy channeled in a certain way. So be aware of your breath and be angry at the same time. As mm -hmm. you do it, your anger starts turning into compassion. So you can start thinking about anger as compassion in, in seed form, right? Yeah. And then you can start becoming uh, grateful for anger, for greed, for lust, for hate, for all those negative emotions that we usually try to shun away from um, because they can become a seed for transformation if you choose to add awareness to them. And the way you add awareness is through focusing on the breath. Wow, that is powerful. And you're saying do not suppress the emotions. Give yourself permission and awareness to express our emotions, and then we can come back to being compassionate for ourselves. I love that. Express your emotion with full awareness of the fact mm -hmm. that you are expressing the emotion, and then all of a sudden you're taking away the plug as if you are you are you know you don't give it the uh, the fuel that it needs. Wonderful, wonderful. You know, in in sessions that I've attended with you, you talk about different ways of breathing: uh, the nose versus the mouth, uh, slow breath versus fast breath. So, can you explain that? Uh, and of course, you're going to take us through a practice. So, um, absolutely. I'd love for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, so, see, nose breath versus mouth breath is a choice that all of us face about, as I mentioned, about 21,000 times a day. So it's important to spend a moment thinking about that choice because, you know, it's probably one of the most, uh, the, the choice you make most often in your life. Nothing else is, it comes close to that. But science is very clear on the fact that uh, when you breathe through a nose, you get 20% more air in. Um, the nose breath actually targets the diaphragm, which is the, the breathing muscle of our body. When you look at babies, babies only use the diaphragm. Um, when we use our nose, we actually uh, synchronize the human physiology into optimal working condition, something that uh, in the science world is referred to as the state of coherence. So 
nose breath also increases uh, the nitric oxide, which actually helps fighting bacteria and viruses, which increases uh, the immunity of our body. So um, these are just some of the benefits of one of breath directed into your nostrils. And I was talking about other benefits in, in the earlier sessions. Um, but basically, uh, the breath through the nostrils activates um, that parasympathetic nervous system that immediately starts restoring our mind, that brings us into a state of repose and that relaxed preparedness for whatever is to come. When we, uh, on the contrary, when we habitually breathe through the mouth, uh, we lose 40% more water um, through the mouth. Mm. And we actually activate the uh, that sympathetic nervous system, so the fight or flight uh, part. Um, when you breathe through the mouth, you can even think about almost like your lungs being outside of your body because basically there is no mechanism that will prevent, that will, that will um, filtrate um, things, you know, um, that you don't want in your lungs from coming in. And, uh, you know, if you cannot remember all this, that's totally fine. Uh, you can simply think about it this way, that in mouth breathing, the breath will be shallow. And when breath is shallow, usually what will follow is that life will be shallow. Mm. And uh, that choice is, again, a choice that we have, um, uh, you know, we can make about 21,000 times every day. Uh, the choice whether to operate from the place of relaxation or stress has immense consequences on health, uh, on, on efficiency, of, on, on, on sense of life fulfillment for all of us. You know, that is so powerful. I, I was thinking about when I get stressed, you know, uh, the, my breath gets shallow. And I start breathing from my mouth, you know, right. and, and you know, it's like, and it's like, okay, get get yourself settled because you know you're you're just all out of balance. So, thank you for sharing that. That's very educational because it's like we automatically go into this mode. You're absolutely right. Yes, that's that's yes. what. But it 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 can happen with retraining, meaning we can retrain ourselves to um, to function from our nostrils. Right, with awareness. So let's uh, get on with your practice. Tell us what we need to do to prepare. <laughs> right. I'm really mm. looking forward to this. Go ahead. Yes. So um, there's not much really um, preparation um, needed. Um, what? Uh, so the practice um, that I want to share today um, is something that, as I mentioned, helped me when... Um, when handling, when just right after um, getting my, my COVID vaccine, um, six hours later, I started feeling tiredness in the body. And I thought this is a fantastic opportunity for me to test out how these will work on, you know, uh, on myself in that, in that moment, um, knowing that so many people will be, will be experiencing similar um, things. And of course, uh, you know, I do not have any medical backup for for that claim. All I have is my personal experience here. Uh, so obviously, I'm not not providing um, you know any any medical advice here. But um, I, this is something I want to share because it helped me a lot, and I thought it may help people uh, a lot. Uh, now, if uh, if you say, "Oh, well, I don't care about COVID. I got my vaccine, or whatever." Um, this is a great practice also for energizing the body, for 
Um, this is a great practice when your sugar levels will be dropping and uh, when you just need a, um, you know, a, a little pick-me-up. Um, so from that perspective, uh, this is still of a lot of value. Now, well, when Dr. Gord, now, now I just want to uh, be sure this is going to take about 10 minutes, right? I don't want any interruption. I didn't know if we you might know, need I, to pick I, up I, after I will the start, break. I will start, yes, exactly, okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so um, basically, um, one thing I uh, I wanted to, um, to tell you that the step one for the practice is what we did uh, in the last session where I actually uh, showed how to slow down the breath um, into six breaths per minute. And that's a totally doable practice. Um, and you have it available for you on demand in the previous um, in the previous show. This practice I would that we'll do today in just a moment, um, I would suggest that you do it at least two to three hours after food. So in other words, right now, if you look, you just ate and you're not ready, then again, you'll be able to come back uh, to um, doing the practice um, a little later, right? When we can come back to um, to the um, to that show uh, and re-listen. So all we'll actually need uh, in the preparation for the practice that we'll do after um, the break is uh, that you sit on uh, on your chair with with about 30% of your body weight on your feet. And so that will be sitting on the verge of your chair and all of a sudden, magically, your spine gets all of a sudden straighter. And remember, the, the, the geometry of our body is related to the geometry of our mind. So the moment you, you, you straighten up your spine, all of a sudden, uh, in a way, uh, thoughts in your mind as well straighten. So... Mm, that's that will be the only preparation that right. we'll need for this for this practice, um, and okay. let me let me tell you uh, let me tell you very briefly that the science is very clear on slowing down the breath, because the science found out that if you're breathing at twenty breaths per minute, that you're only using fifty percent of the air that you have in your lungs for breathing purpose. When you're breathing at 12 breaths per minute, you are using about 70%. And when you're breathing at six breaths per minute, which is the practice I shared in the previous session, where you're inhaling for five seconds, exhaling for five seconds, all of a sudden, 85% of the air that you're taking in is going to be used for what you need it. All right. Well, thank you so much. We're going to be prepared. Uh, After our commercial break, we're going to take a quick break. So uh, stay tuned with more on COVID vaccine and miracle growth for your brain and lungs with Dr. Igor Ivanik. He's an international yoga sound instructor, NPR featured sound and well-being diplomat, award-winning musician, and um, he is taking live calls from listeners. So USA callers dial one 888 Three four six nine one four one international callers dial zero zero one four eight zero five five three five seven six zero. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. 
Monica, you've been listening to Love Life, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, and joining me is our amazing and prominent guest, Dr. Igor Ivanik, International Yoga Sound Instructor and NPR Featured Sound and Wellbeing Diplomat, award-winning music composer on COVID vaccine and miracle Grow for your brain and lungs. So, Dr. Gore, take it away. I think we have a great practice, and if there's anything you need to share with us, I think you've set us up in the last segment, so take it away. (laughs) So, I hope that those of you who are listening now are already sitting with their spine straight with 30% of body weight on their feet. Um, So, in preparation, we are going to um, learn to... um, exhale like a, uh, like a puppy, like a dog. For, for a moment, we'll do it through the mouth just for teaching purposes so that you can understand the movement that we need in the abdomen. Because basically, I will ask you to um, just push the air out through the abdomen, not worry about the breath in because body will compensate. And I'm going to ask you to stick your tongue out as if someone was holding it down and basically keep on pushing the air through the abdomen, something like this. That is the movement of the abdomen that we need. Now we are going to close our mouth and actually exhale the air through our nostrils, but still keeping the movement of the abdomen just the same way we we did it a moment ago. So we'll be exhaling through the nostrils. We'll be concentrating on the exhale. The abdomen, the movement in the abdomen will be the same. And the mouth is closed. And right now we are starting to do this at 60 breaths per minute. So relax your body and push the air out. Here we go. I'm pushing the air out through my nostrils. Keep doing it. Keep doing it if you can comfortably if you need a break take a break this is still a physical exercise so stop when fatigued and then resume when ready exhale relax for a moment we are going to do it a little faster so here we go exhale Pushing the air out of the nostrils. Using your abdomen, pressing, squeezing the abdomen in, 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 and that makes the pushing happen. Again. Now relax for a moment. We are going to speed it up yet a little more. Here we go. Exhale. Push out abdomen, squeezing in. Air comes out through the nostrils. 
take a break if you need it. Otherwise, keep going. And relax. One last time. Even faster. And here we go. Pushing out, 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 out. You don't worry about the inhale. Inhale will happen by itself. The body will compensate. Let's do 10 more. And relax. So this is a practice that I involved myself for, in, for 15 minutes at a time, straight. Um, and again, by first slowing my breath, um, then for about five, 15 minutes, and then doing this for about 15 minutes, I, the, all the weariness connected with, with the vaccine went fully away. Um, so I invite you to try it. And again, vaccine or not vaccine, this is great for um, energizing the body in the afternoon when you need, when you need that sugar uh, flowing in the system. Yes. I, thank you for sharing that because I know for me, I need certain boosts direct through, you know, at certain time on early riser. But as it wanes through the day, you know, my energy gets lower and it's like I have to be aware of that. So thank you for sharing that good energy booster. Now, Dr. Igor, is, I know breath is the focus for meditation. Is this meditation? Um, you know what? It's a preparatory stage for meditation because uh, because let's say in the yogic uh, tradition this is the eighth step there are eight there's seven steps before before you get to meditation you know these days we casually talk about meditation as pretty much as anything that that involves us sitting down and closing our eyes but um, that's why a lot of people are scared of meditation mm -hmm. they feel it's so difficult because they, uh, you know, they just, 90% of the people are plunged into so-called meditation with zero preparation. It's as, as if I told you, I don't know, that today we are doing a physical exercise and today we'll do a split. Or that today we'll do a headstand. You will not do a split or a headstand unless your body is prepared for it. Unless you, you, you toned your muscles, right? Unless mm -hmm. you prepared. Yes. And same preparation is needed for meditation. Breath, bre rhythmical breath control is a preparation for meditation. Mm, very powerful. Thank you for clar clarifying that because I know it can be a question for those who participate in your rhythmical breath control practices. What about religion? Is this a religious practice? That's, that's a question that comes up often. You see, religion deals, deals with morality. Um, um, religion deals with doing of good, good doing and bad doing, so to speak. Um, um, Whereas a rhythmic breath control as a practice is amoral, and I don't mean immoral, I mean amoral, meaning not concerned with morality. Think about sun. Sun is shining on everyone without discrimination, without shining only on good people or bad people. Sun is amoral. Medicine, when it's being efficient, it's being efficient, you know, whether it's taken by... Uh, by, I don't know, a thief or a saint. It doesn't matter. Medicine is amoral. It works, period. These practices work, period. They've been codified 
particularly well in India, in the yogic and tantric traditions, also in China, and in other places, maybe to a lesser, lesser extent, but still well codified, written about um, in, in accounts, in books. Um, so these practices are not religious. Uh, you, you, know, you can think about it this way. You, we don't consider electricity as being Christian because, because a Christian person invented it, so to speak, right? We don't consider a theory of relativity um, of Einstein being Jewish because he was Jewish. Science does not belong to, um, to races. Science does not belong to religions. And this is science of efficient being, science yes. of well-being, science uh -huh. of managing your human energy. And again, yes. human energy, like electricity, can be useful or harmful. It's, it just depends on how you use it. If you stick your finger into you know, the socket, it will be harmful. Right? But, <laughs> yes. um, so, yes, I use one word in the practices that is oftentimes called, uh, used by, um, you know, by religion. The word is grace. But here I think of grace and gravity. As, as two things. Gravity pulls us down. Grace pulls us up. Um, and grace, we don't even have to look for it because, um, because we would not be alive without it. Because yeah. again, grace is that trees are producing oxygen, that sun is shining. This is all grace. Uh, all that happens to nourish our humanity is grace. And that breath, conscious breath, actually brings more grace to life. Wow, that's beautiful. Who doesn't want to feel better? Those questions that I asked in the, uh, before we got started, you know, we want to keep ourselves stimulated, our brains and lungs and our breath can, using our breath can enhance our physical vitality and mental alertness. Dr. Igor, how, tell us about your workshops and how people can connect with you. Right. So, Basically, the best way to uh, to get hold of me is to go to my new website, drigorspeaks.com. It's D-R for doctor and I-G-O-R for Igor Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S.com. That's the best, uh, the best, uh, the fastest way to get hold of me. Now, so remember, your body is um, the hardware, your mind, um, your thoughts are the software, and the breath is the plug, right? Then sound is um, the charge for the for the for the brain. So um, together, breath and music wonderfully exercise different parts of the brain and bring well-being into our daily life. So that's what I'm doing in my um, workshops. And since I feel that these things are particularly needed in education and in workplace situation, that's why we, I particularly work with educational institutions and um, corporate teams, um, also working with individual clients. And mm -hmm. the workshops are very hands-on, full of music, full of interaction with participants learning practical take-home ways to affect wow. um, lasting change in their lives. Wow. And since 50 to 90% of us don't breathe correctly, mm -hmm. That's why first I start with that, with how to change your breath to start breathing correctly, then how to take control of the breath and how to, by using the organizing power of rhythm. And then finally, how to use rhythmic breath control to affect the change, those wow. changes I was talking about. Oh, wow. Well, thank you, Dr. Gore, for joining us today, sharing your amazing work and these powerful, self-empowering rhythmical breath control practices and for the practice share today, very self-sustaining, everything we need to boost our brain and lungs, certainly tools to add to our toolbox. Thank you so much for joining us today.
Thank you for having me, Dr. Fesh. It was wonderful. All right. Thank you so much. So tune in next week for our show, Journey into Consciousness with Shelly Wilson. Share your insights from our show and our love like practice exercises that are posted on the blog page of my website, www.jeanferrisjourney.com, and email me your insights about the show and also your practices, and I will share them live on the show. I invite you to visit my other website, Dr. Jean Marie Farish, ConsciousLoving.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Take care of yourself. Your most valuable gift is your breath. And as Thich Nhat Hanh quotes, without full awareness of breathing, there can be no development of meditative stability and understanding. We are so grateful for Dr. Igor for sharing his amazing practice and his work uh, with us today. I'm your host, Dr. Jean-Marie Farish, and remember an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.